This is Trash Talk with your host, Garrett the Trash Man. You ready to do this? Let's do her tour. All right. You said you were sitting here ready with your rant, so let's hear it, bro. Oh, all right. Well, my rant today is, and it's kind of, I don't know if it's, yeah, it just is what it is. It's an observation. And my observation is, is the things take time. And as in cuando. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're not going to get to where you want to in life tomorrow. It takes patience and it takes time and it takes consistency. But on the flip side, after you've put some time in, it's crazy how far you can go in a short amount of time. Mm. If this is making any sense. And the reason I say that is like just earlier this week, I was like thinking about the last five years. I was like, it's been a pretty crazy last five years of my life. Like since, since, you know, me and Steph moved back up here and everything, like it's been kind of nuts. Yeah. You know what my wife said that was kind of funny? What? So our house is under contract, so we're frantically trying to figure out what to do. We've kind of landed on, okay, we're going to build. And if we've got to freaking live with some people or something while that finishes in between our house selling and that being built, um, and our plan is is to be in this house that we build for somewhere between like five and eight years. Uh-huh. And she's like, we've never lived in the same place for five years. <laughs> <laughs> same here. And I was like, a lot does change. Like sometimes things in my life feel slow, which I'm kind of taking over what you're saying. But when you step back and look at it, you're like, damn, Whoa. things are moving. Yeah. Like in the scheme of things, things are moving. And that's basically where I was going with this is like, it's incredible. Like, you know, five years may sound like a long time, but when I look at how much my life has changed and how much I've changed in the last five years or even like three and a half, four years, I'm like, wow, that was quite the ride. Yeah. You know? It, it, uh, I don't know where he got it. Maybe it came out of his mind. I don't know. But Casey Ball one time told me, um, that we, way overestimate what we can do in one year but underestimate what we can do in five or ten yeah and uh yeah i think that's really true well i uh there's someone else who says something very similar says you want everyone underestimates what they can do in a year but they underestimate what they can do in a decade Mm -hmm. and he's like i literally have decade plans of like i have decade goals like this decade i want to accomplish this yeah it's like, funny because we're kind of coming up at the end of a decade. Like, it still seems a ways away because we turned 28 this year. Is that right? Yeah. So we've still got, you know, two full years before the end of the decade. But I'm like, I look at my 20s. Jeez. Yeah, what an a experience. A lot happened in that yeah. freaking. A lot more than 10 to freaking yeah. 20. A lot more has happened 20 to 30. Oh, what? And I think a lot's going to happen in the next two years for me, too. Yeah, I'd have to say the same, too. And, mm. yeah, it's just... A lot of crapshoot going on. <laughs> Lots of that. Running and gunning is what I like to say. That's that's a very common thing. Hey, Garrett, what are you up to? Running and gunning, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just running and gunning. <laughs> just the other day I told someone, someone's like, oh, yeah, you seem organized. I'm like, oh, I don't know what you're looking at. I, this is mostly shooting from the hip. <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty good at that now. Like I'm in the Wild West. Pow! <laughs> so, anyways, that's my rant. Be patient because, yes, things take time, but on the flip side, they're also not going to maybe take as much time as you think they're going to take.
There you go. If that makes any sense. Perfect. All right. So, got my rant ready. Y'all ready? All right. So, I'm watching this show with my wife this weekend, and this scene I absolutely loved. Like, it just it just landed for me. So, it's this grandpa and his grandson. <clears throat> grandpa tells his grandson, oh, yeah, go grab yourself a donut for breakfast. You know, get the biggest one that's in there. And uh, the grandpa walks into the kitchen a little bit later, and the grandson's sitting there staring at all the donuts. And he's like, oh, I can't tell which one's the biggest. And grandpa goes, well, let's line them up, and then it'll be easier to tell which one. And the grandson just looks shocked. And he's like, you can do that? And the uh, <laughs> grandpa just kind of chuckles to himself, and he's like, yeah, son, you can do whatever you want. And uh, I paused the show, and I was like, Tasha, I think highly performing people on this world, and I think God, feel just like that grandpa with us sometimes. <laughs> we see this thing that's like this huge thing, and it's like, we've got to make this decision, or we've got to do this thing, whatever it is. <clears throat> and it seems like this impossible task or this ginormous thing, and there's all these rules around it because we're not allowed to touch the donuts. We can only touch the donuts that we get, like we've already made up all these rules and all these things that are just in our head that we've, all these constraints that we've trapped ourselves in, all these boxes we've put ourselves in. Mm -hmm. And someone comes along and it's just like, turns out you can do whatever you want. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just do it. And like, just see, I just did it. <laughs> Jokes on you. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm like, yeah, it just hit me. I'm like, I am so sure, like, this stress we have, building the business and building this life we want. I want for my family and making the impact I want to have. And it's like, oh, these are such huge things. I don't know. And it's like, you can do whatever you want. Like, you yeah. just do it. And like, whatever. If it doesn't work out, then you can try it again do it different. But um, there's so much stress by putting yourself in that box and just being stuck in there. And I have... No idea if that scene was meant to convey that message at all. <laughs> but that's how you took it. <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't like a central point or anything. Um, it's a cowboy show, and it like had nothing to do with any anything else in the show. But for that, like for me, I was like, that that's one of my favorite scenes now. Because um, yeah, it just it just landed for me that way. I thought it was sweet. So it's funny you say that because I was listening to a podcast, and he was interviewing. Uh, Heavy D mm -hmm. off of Diesel Brothers. Yeah. Which, well, that's a really cool dude. Mm -hmm. uh, I got to learn about that guy. But anyways, the, the, the Heavy D guy was, what's his real name? Is it David? Diesel. Yeah, something like that. I think, I, think, I, think his, I think his name's David. If I'm wrong, you guys can tell me in the comments or whatever. But anyways, he's like, dude, to be honest, I am an ignorant retard that just doesn't take no for an answer. <laughs> he's like, that's all I am. Like, I'm just a dumb kid. That knows that it, I'll figure it out eventually. Mm -hmm. Like, I have all the confidence in the world that I can figure out whatever it is that needs to be figured out. I might have to stay up for three days straight to figure it out, but I know I'm going to figure it out. And that's it. Like, I'm not a very intelligent guy. Like, really, I'm not. I just have confidence that I'm going to figure it out. And, and you, you talking about that kind of reminded me of that. I was like, huh. That's I like how that guy puts it, you know? Yeah. So, once again, he just... Do whatever you want. Yeah, which there's, there is one more thing that I need to bring up in a different rant because it's been so game-changing for me. I just have to share it because I'm going to scream it from the rooftops because, like I say, it's been game-changing for me. 
So I occasionally will listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. That guy's funny. I know. And I happened on one where he had this uh, breathing specialist on. Told Tyler about this. And anyway, he's talking about snoring, sleep apnea, which I've got. I've had really bad in my life. I've thought about getting a CPAP machine. Just don't know if I could handle all that headgear. Anyway, in the past, I woke. I wake up like 30 to 40 times a night, and uh, probably, uh, probably uh, three or four of those times, I'm totally awake, like up, going to the bathroom, getting a drink, awake, and I'm uh, not just awake and then back to sleep. And uh, anyway, this podcast guy's talking about breathing through his nose. And the importance of that, and yada yada. So I was like, "Hey, what can I lose?" And so I focus throughout throughout the day doing it, and then really at night I focus going to sleep with my mouth shut and breathing through my nose. Even though at times it feels really hard, like I'm kind of suffocating. Since I have been doing that, unless the kids wake me up, I sleep 100% through the full night. Never has happened in my life. Never in my whole life have wow. I slept, and it's been like, yeah, it's been in incredible and everyone knows how important sleep is and uh so that's i like said that's just something i i've been wanting to say for a couple podcasts and i keep forgetting Mm -hmm. that came to mind um so hey if you're one of those guys snores a lot your wife's always hitting you because you're snoring too loud and waking you up and you're waking up multiple times a night having to get drinks of water wake up with sore throat dry mouth all that I was able to do it just by focusing on it when I went to sleep of having my mouth shut, keeping that focus. Um, what they say is just use like some scotch tape. It's, it's not going to suffocate you, but like a little piece over your lips. It'll just remind your mouth uh-huh. to be closed and it'll work. Recommend it to anybody that's got that problem because wow. game changer. So, I guess I've always been lucky. I'm a really good sleeper. Yeah. Not so, not so much for the Larsons, man. It it runs deep in the Larson blood <laughs> to have see, sleep apnea. We're we're not very tall guys, but we're husky. <laughs> we're a husky crew and big necks and yeah. Especially once we get older, a lot of us have gained a little weight. I mean, I haven't been too bad, but a lot of my uncles and stuff, and I really can't get any sleep. Oh, but, bummer. Uh, yeah. Anyway, dude, let's say thank you to Larson Waste and get on with this podcast because I got to get the H double hockey sticks of the fudge out of here. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. I don't want to get back here at 9 o'clock at night. I want to get back here at a decent time, but who knows if that's going to happen or not. Yeah. But let's get after it. All righty. So thank you, Larson Waste, world's best, best trash company. Get on board with them. Um, just do it. So now rolling into the the podcast like usual john and i discussed this at length what we were going to discuss and really dug out the good stuff and so what i want to talk about which we've talked about a little bit before is sale selling Ooh. um selling on sell boats <laughs> just kidding <Really? laughs> no wow, I was like, wow that's, that, that's a turn i was not <laughs> that was a hard left turn there sells um and i as i thought about this this morning i'm like well, maybe John doesn't want to share his process. And I was like, well, if he doesn't want to, he can just say that. And in my opinion, like, I'll totally share my process because I don't think I do anything secret that, like, people don't have the idea to do. I think most people just don't go do it. And um, I love what you said about Diesel Dave. Like, just doesn't take no for an answer. Yeah. Um, because that will make such a difference. And you don't have to do it in a way that you're a total asshole or, like, Absolutely being um, 
inconsiderate of, of other people. Mm-hmm. So, um, because one of my plans for today before to everything uh, got called, I, I get a list of cold calls to make, and I think I've got like 30 calls to make, and I was going to freaking have Tyler turn on the camera, and I was going to freaking just get on the phone, blast out those calls. Um, and it didn't happen. Uh, well, it's not going to happen now because uh, yep. I need to go handle some things instead. But I want to talk about kind of my process, how I sell. Uh, well, two things like the process of like who to go sell to mm-hmm. and like who to talk to, as well as the process of selling. And yep. I want to learn a little bit about yours. Okay. Um, because there's options in the waste industry. You can hire sales teams that go in and I. I don't know how anyone makes the economics work. Maybe back east because prices are much, much higher for trash. Um, but I can't. I've, I've looked at them and it just doesn't line up. Yeah. And so our process is really simple. We have some lead generating things, um, which is simply just running Facebook ads and different promotions and things where people want to hop into a lead generator. Mm-hmm. Um, you see a hundred of those on Facebook a day if you spend yeah. time on it. Um, it's simple. It's easy. I get their numbers, their emails. I give them a call, ask them if they want to sign up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also just cold calling. And there's a million ways to do this. That's why, like, there's there's so much opportunity to go get. Mm-hmm. Don't if if you're ever not sure what to do, just go start selling. And what that means is, anybody that's not your customer, just go talk to them. And I think if you can have the switch that that's what you're doing, you're just going to talk to them to see if like it would be cool for them. For you guys to work together, um, you can have a different mind switch. Yeah. Because I've seen myself in the past, especially when I was new to doing sales, it was like, oh, well, I don't know if I want to talk to them. Timing's not right. This isn't right. Yada, yada. And say you say you are doing B2B in your company. Go to the nearest business that you want to ha- would like to have as a customer. Just show up. Hey, hey this is what I do. I don't know if this would work for you guys. I think it would be a great thing. This is what it looks like. Who can I talk to about this? Just start the conversation. Mm-hmm. Because all for all you know, they just had a horrible experience with their last provider. Yeah. And they are, you're just godsend because they were just about to search and they didn't even know how to get the search started and yada, yada. If you go in that, hey, that's total possibility. Worst case scenario, they're just going to say, no, get out of here. And even then you can say, hey, I really, like, like you said, these things not taking no for an answer. Like, stay committed to, hey, I'd really like to work and, and figure out a way. Yeah. Um, but anyway, as far as that process goes, there's just endless possibilities. You can freaking pull up Google and just start calling phone numbers. Yep. Like, there's no reason you can pull up social media. Just start sending messages. Emails. Most emails, if you can get the owner's name or the CEO's name or someone's name, it's just going to be their name at their website. Yeah. Dot com. Like, I have contacted a bunch of people that way. Um, it's not that hard. There's a million different ways to slice it as far as the process goes of starting the sales conversation. Um, but I know you've spent some time doing this, so I want to throw that over to you of what, what do you do in your business and how do you like get started in the process of the sales to start the sale process? So ours is a little bit different. When I first got into home care, I kind of tried it more how you, you do it. Mm -hmm. You know, that was kind of my initial, well, I got to, you know. I got to go out and, you know, and heck, if I got to knock, I told myself, if I got to knock doors, I'll go knock door to door and find mm-hmm. people. I quickly realized that wasn't the route, the, the Very most efficient, efficient yeah. route to, to go. And uh, and so the way ours honestly works is 
I, I'm going to go out on a limb and probably say 95% of our clientele come from some sort of referral source. Mm-hmm. And so whether that is through um, the state, so we're, we're, contra- we're contracted with United Healthcare to provide attendant care services for people in Apache and Navajo counties. And so what that looks like is is someone will uh, get approved for services and their case manager will give them a list of, of people. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, 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 you know, due to, to HIPAA stuff, they're not supposed to refer. They're supposed to only inform, mm-hmm. which means here's, here's your list of people. Call them. Well, um, uh, most of them will say people will ask them, okay, well, can you refer one? And they say, no, we can't. And they say, well, who do you work with a lot? <laughs> and they send them our way. Now, and a lot, and not all of them do, um, because you know they don't they don't want to you know prefer one one agency over the other. But the incredible thing is, is typically, if they call us, we can get them. Yeah. And and I don't even know. Um, and, oh, and the other thing is, is a lot of times they'll switch agencies, so they're still it's still receiving the same services through the state, but it's just a different agency. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, we get a lot of people coming from other agencies. And the reason being is is those case managers know that, one, we're going to hop on it in an expeditious manner. You know, within, within us getting their information, two to three days, we have an assessment done. And almost always, we start services the next week. Nice. Whereas... And a lot of that comes from the the good old Uncle G um, mentality of commit first, figure it out later. Yeah. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've told them, you know, on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, you know, hey, this person needs this. It's going to be this many hours a week. And I have nobody available. Okay, great. We'll get out there and get that going. Yeah. And sometimes other people commit for you. Yeah. Like this scheduled pickup I got to go to the Valley for today. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Which, but I love that that attitude's in my uh, company. Yeah. Yes, we'll handle it. Not sure. We're going to freaking figure yep. it out. And uh, and so that has been so, – so just on the state side, that has been one way that we have shown up just as a way of being that has really helped people say, hey, like, hey, they'll, they'll, they'll find a way. Yeah. You know? Well, and I want people to notice that too because I've worked with companies or salesmen or things like that before. And there's a difference for me if I request a quote and boom, they're right on it. And they do everything in the quote process um, exactly how they said they were going to do it. Mm-hmm. If I've got someone that we set up a meeting and they show up late or they say they're going to send something over and it's not there the same day they were going to send it over, I don't want to work with them. Yeah. I don't care what the price is. It's going to be more of a headache to work with that person at that point. And they're showing me like the, the quote, it's more important for me to see who they are mm-hmm. than the actual price most of the time. Yeah. And so, like, I think you're super wise, and I want want people to notice that, that there's a huge advantage of being the first one to be like, got the information, boom, on it, on it, on it. And they're like, this company is going to be on it. Yeah. Like, my from my very first experience with them, they are right on top of it. Yeah. And uh, and then, and so, just going back to, the, to, to finish up on that side of, of how we get people, um, that's, that's been a big help because... Now, a lot of those case managers that work this area, if they need someone to hop on it, they'll call us first yeah. and say, hey, uh, we need you to hop on this. <coughs> you know, I know your typical time frames. Can you, can you adhere to that? And, yeah, all right. We'll make it happen. 
Now, on the other side, with a lot of our private, what we've been able to do in very similar fashion is, um, you know, a lot of medical facilities with doctor's offices, uh, the hospital up here, um, a lot of the, um, I said hospice hospitals, um, and, and just a lot of the, the healthcare companies that are our referral sources, senior centers and such, we've had to build relationships with them as well. And and through doing that and, and being able to help them out, we'll, one, we'll refer them. So like there's a, I can't tell you how often I'll go into a home, do an assessment with someone and tell them, hey, you need to call hospice, mm-hmm. you know, or hey, you need to call home health and get your in-home PT set up. And so not only building a relationship where it brings value for the both of you, but then also, once again, showing up in a way that says, hey, you know, we're going to show up, we're going to do it in a professional way, it's going to be in a timely manner, and, you know, we will get the job done, you know. Might little be a little bit bumpy at first, but we'll get the job done, and it'll be all smoothed out, and you'll, you'll, you'll be taken care of. Like, to be honest, that that's how we've gotten to where we're at. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's not so much like I haven't really had to go do a whole lot of, of, um, of cold calls and a whole lot of, you know, knocking on doors and, and such. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that's the only way I think you definitely should find the most efficient way. And uh, for us, that's definitely been the most efficient. And one last thing I wanted to add to it is a lot of times, even then, you know, if someone does find us online, um, it's funny because. I can't tell you how many people will call me and say, okay, I have a few more phone calls to make, which means they're going to call the competition. Yeah. I tell them, that's fine. It's rare I don't get a call back yeah. from those people. And if I don't, I follow up with them. Mm-hmm. And that follow-up has proved invaluable. I give them two to three days to talk to everybody else. They usually have to talk with family members about it. I follow up two to three days later. And that follow-up has sh- it shows to them, like, hey, you know, these people are on the ball. You know, they, they, they were intentional about writing down my information. I'll write down a few notes, name, number, what community they're in, and, and maybe, you know, what the issue is. Call them back, hey, we talked, you know, three days ago about this, this, and this. Did you have any more questions, and can we help you in any way? Yeah. Like, it's so simple. I, I'm not – It's rarely, just work. Yeah. That's really what it boils down to. Like you can find all the excuses, all the things in the world, but what really boils down to is who's willing to put in the work. I almost like hard close is not a thing in my business. Yeah. I just show up. I just show up the way I am. Like we've created a way of being in our company. And when we do that, it works. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love what you're saying here because there's like techniques that are useful that I'd encourage people to go look at those. Oh yeah. You know, get a sales cycle, get those and have those as um, quivers or arrows in your quiver quiver. that uh, you can draw on when you need them. Mm -hmm. Because there's, there's times in my business where it's like, Hey, this, this dude is indecisive and who needs, he needs me to be a leader to just lead him to, to the decision. Yeah. And it's really nice to have those cycles and be like, all right, here's the steps I'm going to take that's going to lead him to that decision. Oh, yeah. So I encourage everyone to look at it, but that's what what you're saying. I love it. Like, show up intentional and committed to to them having the best outcome, mm-hmm. and you'll close way more, and it will not feel like you're ripping someone's arm off to get those sales. Yeah. So I love that, dude. That is, that's some great sales advice. And it's just in time for me to get out of here. <laughs> so, yeah, let's let's wrap it up like that unless you got any last words. 
No, no, I think that's about it. I think I've said enough about it. Lovely. All right. Well, appreciate everyone listening. Hit us up on all the uh, platforms, Larson Waste and Gareth the Trash Man. And appreciate you listening. Tell your friends about the podcast. And uh, hit up John. Ballots in your home care across the uh, platforms. Amen. Peace. Peace.